Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. What do you got, Linz? All right, guys. So Britney Spears' memoir which is called The Woman in Me, was released yesterday. And actually, I'm almost completely done listening to the whole audiobook. Like, I listened to most of it yesterday. Does she uh, narrate? No, so Michelle Williams is narrate, narrates it. She's, I think she's like won an Oscar or was at least nominated for one. She was in Dawson's Creek. That's probably mm-hmm. what she's most known for. Mm-hmm. Um, so the book is causing quite the stir with the amount of revelation stemming from it, including tea on all her exes, especially Justin Timberlake, of course. And uh, this one story had Twitter in a frenzy. In the now viral snippet from the audiobook, which is narrated by Michelle Williams, the unique exchange between Justin Timberlake and Genuine remains buried in Britney's brain. Here is a short clip of that. One day, Jay and I were in New York going to parts of town I'd never been to before. Walking our way was a guy with a huge blinged out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine, what's up, homie? <laughs> Which I posted this in the group chat yesterday. It said, this is Cappy. Um, so yeah, <laughs> the reflection comes from the era when Britney said that she thought that NSYNC tried way too hard to fit in with hip-hop artists. So if you want to, uh, here's a tip. If you want to listen to this book, you can get a free trial on Audible, and this can be one of your two free bro- books. That's what I did. So... You know, just saying if you want it for free or if you want to buy the copy, it's in all the bookstores. How long does it take to, to listen to an audio book? In other words, if a book is 300 pages, how many hours is that of listening? Well, I'll give you an example. Um, I bought the Barack Obama biography, and it's like 20-something hours to finish. Oh, my gosh. Oh, really? this, this one is not that long. The Britney book is like, I think it's like four and a half hours of audio. And, and I wonder how long the Obama book is. So if you say, hey, look, it's 1,000 pages, and it's 20 hours. We understand how to do that math of how long it's going to take to read it versus how long it's going to take to listen to it. Well, you can also set your speed. So when I used to be in school, I used to set my speed fast enough where it was, you know, pretty quick, but I could still understand. So you have the ability to slow it down, speed it up, however you want. Just FYI. So this Britney book sounds hilarious. I love the way that girl read that. What's up, homie? Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yo, fo shiz, fo shiz, what up? That's you. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah, fo shiz, fo shiz. The best is like that, like Justin Timberlake totally did do that. Do you remember when like he was just, he was acting a fool back in like the 2000s. <laughs> like he was too much, too much. But yeah, he did. He does not come out looking very well with all of this. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. And in fact, like, I, I'm going to even go so far as to say, I feel like I know why NSYNC has not, like, announced a reunion tour yet, because Justin is getting a lot of a lot of heat for this. Like, he, he's getting cooked big time. Um, I think I think Justin Timberlake's got a lot of street cred, given all the different hip hop artists that he has worked with over the years and done so very, very successfully. That's Let that young boy. Let- he gets a hood pass. Don't you think so? He gets a hood pass. Oh, he's but, honorary. Believe I, me. I don't he think honorary. that's what Lindsay's talking about. 
I mean, well, like he's that's part of it. Yeah, like not. first of all, he's getting dragged for his what they call a black scent because people are just like, this is not like you couldn't do this today. You couldn't act like this today, the way that um, he acted. You don't think he could say faux shiz, faux shiz? I'm just going up to genuine and saying that having that exact exchange. Oh yeah, Why? faux shiz, faux shiz. Uh, okay. I don't know. She she did make it sound like genuine laughed in his face when he did that. Um, but anyway, I'm just saying like she he did some pretty. It's almost as if he launched his whole solo career off of Britney and, like, dumping her. He dumped her in a text message. Like, it's over. Like, what a loser. Who does that? Oh, my God. You're slandering JT now? Cap, do a, a Twitter search of Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And, like, you'll... I, I was sending Chris some of these memes last night. Like, it's uh, it's pretty... It does not look good for him. That's all. Hmm. There's a lot of things. A lot of things that uh, he did that. He's pretty uh, pretty big jerk. Ask me. Oh yeah, faux shiz, faux shiz, faux shiz, faux shiz. <laughs> Would you say that if you saw genuine? I I don't. No, speak I'd be like, like that. The, I'd be like this. I'd be like, yo, who that guy? Who that? Oh damn! Look at that bling. Who that? You mean you wouldn't say? Oh yeah, faux shiz, faux shiz. I'd say, oh no, who that? Who that? <laughs> Yeah, there's all kinds of memes that were like, uh, yeah, look at this video. Justin Timberlake definitely did that. <laughs> wow, the JT hate is now happening because of, of Britney. I mean, he did her pretty dirty. I mean, we also, do, I mean, we yes, we know the end result, but do we know what led to that? Well, I mean, if you, you want to, like... Long, I don't know the answer to that. Long, That's why I'm asking. Well, the long story short is that he cheated on her with a lot of women and was not quiet about it at all. And she just kind of let it go because she was so in love with him. And then, you know, he, he kind of made her out to be a harlot, she says. That's the word she uses, a harlot. When he right, launched his hear, solo career. Can, can I just hear Can I hear Justin's version of it, too? Like, do we have, like, that version is my question? Well, Justin sure isn't uh, denying anything. And, I mean, there are Well, I also think he's probably just like, I'm married with children now. Like, who cares what happened when I was 18 or whatever it was? I mean, I, 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 I care when I'm reading Britney's book about it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they, you know, they were like 20-something and lived together for a while. And he right, just dumped her like, in a text do, message? It's yeah, bad. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, do you go into any one of these, like, superstar, famous people, entertainment people, like, <laughs> relationships thinking they're going to make it? Well, I don't know, but she thought they were going to, and he kind of did her dirty. It's one thing if you're, you know, like, whatever. People grow up, they grow apart, move on, whatever. But then when you start, like... I'm not... I don't know. I'm just saying, like, do we know... Like, do we know his side of the story? I mean, for, for... I will say that this has been a thing for, like, the past year or two when people have started to, like, come to the, the realization that he really did launch his solo career off of, like, him and Britney's breakup, and they broke up because he cheated on her. So Taylor Swift has done the same thing. She's okay. launched her entire career off of breakups. Like, okay. But but she didn't. I don't remember like anybody getting real. Like I guess if you compare it to like look at look how Britney turned out and how things transpired for her, it seemed to really take a toll on her mentally. That has Maybe. continued to stay with her throughout her the rest of her life. And Maybe, she's had but a hard I don't. Time getting I, over I, it. I also and again I don't know crap about their relationship, but I also feel like there's probably more than just that one thing. That could have been the thing that kind of sent her over the edge. Well, perhaps. let me give you an example. You ready? Um, if you ask me about my divorce. I got a whole story as to why I'm in this situation right now. Yeah. You go ask my ex-wife about the divorce. I got news for you. It is a 100% opposite story. 
But so, again, this so, stuff all played out in the media very publicly, and there's kind of like receipts. Faux show, faux show. Maybe, faux maybe show. there are, but I don't. But are, what are like? Are the receipts? <laughs> are the receipts? <laughs> oh the, yeah, faux shiz, faux shiz. Hell yeah. Are the, are the receipts like her receipts, or are the receipts like no, public they're, receipts? They're like like tabloid photos. I don't know and because I don't, stuff. I don't know about this stuff. Well, so I'm I, telling, that's what I know. So I'm saying I remember all this playing out at the time and being like, "Oh, I love Insane JT. Like you can do no wrong." But now it's like, "Oh, wait a minute now." And also like the Janet Jackson thing, like. I mean, he kind of got dragged, rightfully so, for that earlier this year when that documentary came out, because now in hindsight, people are like, oh, wow, like he totally threw her under the bus with that whole thing. And, you know, it was pretty problematic the way that he treated that situation. You know, I'm going to just say this. Um, I'm still in the middle of a Will Smith boycott. I will not forgive him for smacking Chris Rock the way he did, especially as now things have come out about his wife, Jada Pinkett, and how they've been separated for all this time and the way she treats that man. I will not have it. I'm done with Will Smith. Sounds like you're kind of done with Justin Timberlake, whereas on the other hand, me, I'm still a Justin Timberlake fan. Well, you didn't read the book, Kathy. TMZ says she had a paranormal experience. What does that mean Uh, after the breakup? Like she saw aliens or something. This was something, it was very like vague. She just kind of talked about how like one of the things she did when she was grieving was her and her friend drove out to the desert and they were like, like in a convertible staring out into the sky and they had this weird feeling that came over them. She doesn't, she said she didn't know what it was and she just said that her and her friend experienced something really weird and she was like, I don't know if it was because of my grieving or if it was blah, blah, blah. It's, it was vague. It wasn't really anything. That was like nothing. Did she happen to address in this memoir? When she went running up to Wemby in Vegas and was like, yo, faux shiz, faux shiz. What's up, Wemby? Oh, yeah, faux shiz, faux shiz. Uh, she, she did that? not. Nope. Nope, that one she didn't. That's I think that happened after That's the, the next book. book. Yeah, I think that happened after the book was already out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Faux shiz, faux shiz. That is awesome. I love Michelle Williams, her, like how animated she got telling that story. Oh, she is. I'm that using great. that now. Listen, I'm sorry time. that 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 breakup went the way it went, but I mean, Why? I don't know. Are you really I, that sorry? Really I mean, I am. I feel really? bad for anyone who feels that bad, like about anything. You know what oh. I'm saying? Like, oh, I, I didn't have that sort of. I didn't, I didn't feel that, George. I mean, not from you, from me. I just didn't. I didn't have that. I was like, guys, well, it's 20 years well, ago. Wait, How about, I, like, I also on? like. I don't want to get into like the. There's. It's a very. There's a lot of a lot. If you do like a honestly like a very. We have done 14 minutes on Britney Spears listen, and Justin. If you do Timberlake, a very basic enough, Twitter search on it or a yeah. basic Google search on it, yeah. I think there are a lot of things that you'll see and be like, oh wait, now I. Because now we should I always get trust it. the internet. Is what you're saying? No, like, I'm just know. saying there's things that I don't really want to bring up on the air because they're kind of controversial topics. Oh, I guess. I mean, I. I don't want to get into it on the air. That's why I want to say it. So I'm just saying, if you why care, if you, I don't care. Actually, okay. If you okay, scared, so then if you scared. don't care, that's cool. Yeah. I okay. just, I just, I'm asking you the questions because I don't know the answers. There's a all. lot. I just think there's a lot more than what meets the eye. That are all yeah. things that you know. I feel like yeah. it, it it paints him in a pretty bad light. Okay. Well, you you know what, Justin. Chris would say you're like Cappy, a bad guy, apparently. No, you're oh, a good yeah. guy. You're Fauches, a good guy. Fauches, Fauches. Fauches. What's up, Genuine? What's up? What up? Cappy would totally do that, though. Oh, There's dude, no I question. did that the first time I ever met Magic Johnson. I was like, Magic, what's up? And like, I acted like I knew him, and he looked at me like, I don't know who you are, but you're acting like I should, so I'm going to bring it in, and I'm going to give you a hug. And I was like, what's up, Magic? Oh, yeah. Fauches, Fauches. And that's right. what I did back in the day. En- enough. All right. I feel like we just did one of those, like, 
I don't even know what we. That's did. a I best like, of segment, is what that is. Oh my god, I that don't is even best know what of we did. I apologize. Right I apologize evergreen. for that entire segment. That's How about best that? of. Chris really liked the part where she talked about going to a Spanish bar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that she called it. He was just like, "What? What is she saying?" Was she in All Spain? Right. No, right. no. Let's get back to the Lakers, but we have to do it next. How about that? Is there a yeah. read here? Yeah. Our friends at Tequila Mandala. That's the read. God, I need Tequila Mandala after that conversation. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. My apologies. I teased the Lakers because we spent way too long talking about Brittany's memoir. Um, I'm sure JT the Brick would much rather talk about the Lakers right now <laughs> than those Raiders who choked like dogs, whose head coach kicked a field goal down 21-3 to in the fourth quarter. That's gutless, JT the Brick. What's going on today on the lit, uh, post-lit day? No, Vicks Vapor Rub couldn't get us in the building today. <laughs> Live imaging Wednesday from home, from the, from the box at home. Is that what we're dealing with today? That's exactly right. It's exactly yeah. right. Vips, I, taught, I told Vapor him to rub. gargle, to do a salt gargle. He, didn't, he had no idea about a salt gargle, JT. It's a Vicks Vapor Rub, baby. It's, no, it's a Vaparub. <laughs> uh, guys, I am very, very disappointed with my appearance today, but as a professional sports talk host, I'll bring my A game as always. I went to Chicago, I was there, traveled. What a great city to travel to for anything, let alone football, on a gorgeous day, not a cloud in the sky, t shirt weather. Raiders ready to get above 500 with a favorable schedule and nothing. They had nothing. Daniel Carlson, who's really good, missed the opening field goal, and the players didn't rally. And Tyson Bajan did whatever he wanted to do, whenever he wanted to do it, and the Bears ran the ball down the Raiders' throat like the Raiders couldn't stop it and they couldn't stop it. Well, Tyson Bajan is my favorite player in the NFL now, JT. You know I love the underdog. You take an undrafted free agent from Shepherd University, and he's a starting quarterback? Come on, man. I love that kind of a story. But here's the thing. George brings it up. You're down 21-3. You're on the road. Your offense hasn't done anything. 
Kicking a 25-yard field goal is ridiculous. You are you go for that. But wait a second. The play prior? Dude, the 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 wide receiver that's been complaining the entire season that he doesn't get the ball enough had a touchdown pass hit him right in the hands. To me, Devontae Adams needs to stop talking and start performing. Yeah, Cap, I think he catches that ball 49 times out of 50, 9 out of 10. It's still a ball over his shoulder, which I don't think you need to throw, where you're still going to have to toe-tap when you catch it, and he would do that. But, I mean, the Raiders are making it really difficult on offense. It shouldn't be that hard to run crossing routes, have Josh Jacobs get close to 100 yards, break in a rookie tight end in Michael Mayer, who's really good, and then get Hunter Renfro involved. Expect Hunter Renfro to be traded by the trade deadline. That's not breaking news. I think they've been trying to trade him. They just can't get the offense going. And I agree with you on the field goal. At that point in time, I thought, you know, he thought the Raiders' defense, which he should have been able – everyone realized – the Raiders weren't going to score a lot of points, so I don't think a field goal helps you there. But the criticism all year has been about not going for it on certain plays, kicking field goals, and hoping to dive back into these games before they get out of control. And the coach who I interview every Thursday says that the goal is not to let the game get away from you. And then a couple of losses this year at Chicago, at Buffalo, the game got away from the Raiders. Most of the other games, they've been right in them. Yeah, but you know, for the Raiders, here's the problem. You're going to play the Lions in Detroit, and I realize the Lions just got destroyed by Baltimore this past weekend. So now you're a team that most of us thought was probably the second or third best team in the NFC who just got just slammed. Um, This is a bad spot for the Raiders because I just don't think they can score enough points to keep up with Detroit. Yeah, but let me push back on that. The Raiders also got humbled badly. You know, Detroit's not the only team that got humbled and is pissed off that they lost. The Raiders are pretty pissed off too, Cap. That's not like the Raiders sneak by and won a game and they're going to overlook Detroit. The Raiders have never lost to Detroit on Monday Night Football. And I'll say the same thing to our buddy Shadano on this one. I'm sick of hearing how great Detroit and Miami's been. They've been pretty terrible for a decent amount of time. So in a couple of years, they get better and Everybody says, oh, they're world beaters. Well, Detroit, they were done in the first quarter, and Miami hasn't beaten anybody good this year. They just, they're just they a bum slayer. They beat all the bums in this league. You hear that, Shidano? I, I mean, bum slayer. Right, but they are the bum slayers, but they also have the best offense we've seen since the St. Louis Rams. Like, you know what I mean? There's also that part of the equation. I don't care who you're playing. You're playing professional teams. That's still pretty impressive. Um and the Lions' run has been impressive because they haven't just beaten bums either. The Raiders stink, JT the Brick. I know it's hard for you to hear it. The reality is they stink. Their coach stinks. Their quarterback stinks. They, they stink, all right? They're not a good team. Good teams don't lose to Tyler Bajit or whatever the hell his name is. It's my okay? favorite player. Stop they, slandering Nobody, him. nobody in that – like you, you, you probably could. I mean, seriously, for you to lose to a guy like that, that might be the most embarrassing loss in Raider history. Wow. Raider Nation, unite with your embarrassment. Well, I'll tell you, I've been to 25 years of Raider games, mostly in the regular season because there haven't been that many playoff <laughs> wins. But I'll tell you this: that was one of the worst losses I've ever attended, considering what was on the line for a team that has a couple of really good star players who couldn't get out of the gate. Devontae had a couple of catches early, and they weren't ready to play. And that is disturbing to me because, George, if they would have won that game, which they should have, 
and then they lose to Detroit, and then they beat the Giants and the Jets back-to-back. We're talking Raiders are 6-4. and four. That's kind of manageable after 10 games. I think anybody in the Raider Nation who's listening to us today would have taken 6-4. and four. Now, best-case scenario is probably 5-5, five and five, and the Raiders have to deserve it. They have to go earn it. The problem is a lot of Raider Nation thinks, well, you know, we're going to win this game, we're going to lose that game, we're going to win this one. No. They, they have to deserve to win these games. And every game has been so painful. Even when they win, it's last possession. You need a sack safety. It hasn't been easy. And since I've come on with you guys, I expected a couple of easy games. So they'll get Jimmy Garoppolo back. Jimmy hasn't earned his way to do something and to have all this great praise rain down on him. It's Jimmy G time, and you might laugh at that, but it is. He's got to wake this team up because he got a lot of money to come here. Derek Carr is no longer here, and Jimmy G's got to kind of save the season in the next two, three weeks. And yeah, you believe that Jimmy G can save the season? Jimmy G's not playing with George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, that offensive line and that defense anymore, Jack. Well, look, I'll push back on that. Jimmy G's got a great, not good, great regular season career record. Right, and with you the Niners. Ayuk, I'd take Devontae every day over him. Jacoby Myers is a hell of a player. Michael Mayer, again, if Hunter was in this conversation, that would be different. And they, last I looked, George, they had the leading rusher in the NFL and the same exact offensive line. They didn't bring in new guys. They didn't sub out guys. They have the same group that led the NFL in rushing, and they can't get out of the stall. They can't get to the first mile marker. They're out of every game because they can't run the ball. So just to get back to Jimmy G, though, who's going to have to now come save the season. So he is back because, I mean, I didn't know what these guys were doing at quarterback. I, I thought it was Aiden O'Connell last week, but it turned out to be Hoyer. I was told O'Connell would start because Hoyer's probably better suited to come off the bench. I mean, Yeah, yeah, don't of, worry. It's okay. They'll find some other Patriots quarterback to play. A lot of teams are using and have already, unfortunately, had to use three quarterbacks, the Raiders being one of them. But you're saying, JT, Jimmy G is back this week. Cap, I'm not guaranteeing it. He should be good to go. Jimmy D traveled with the team to Chicago. I was with him on the plane, coming back, talked to him. Jimmy G, I'm pretty sure, will be going in this game. I thought Hoyer deserved to start the last game because he won the game before that. Uh, in hindsight, I was wrong with that. And the one big criticism I have is Aiden O'Connell should have started the third quarter. They shouldn't have waited to bring Aiden O'Connell in in the fourth quarter, even though they were down two scores. The Raiders have had a great history of bringing quarterbacks off the bench, a really good history, as you know, Cap, from the San Diego years and what they did in L.A., and I thought that was a mistake, not to come out of the tunnel in the third quarter with Aiden O'Connell just trying to light a fire and tell the team, look, we're going to come back in this because we got one chance. Aiden O'Connell getting hot because clearly by halftime, Hoyer proved that he was not the man. They're going to play on national television, not just ESPN, but also ABC simultaneously. If they get beat down by the Lions, JT, this season is over with a capital O. Well, you know, George, there's a lot of football left, but you could be right. I mean, the season, <laughs> if they can't compete against Detroit after being humbled in Chicago, if they can't find ways to win games that they're supposed to win, and this is a game where the Raiders are a heavy underdog and they should have more than a puncher's chance, if they get embarrassed in this game, it'll be an interesting conversation we have next week. I'm expecting this team that was humbled. A couple of the players, like Marcus Peters, who refused contact, refused to make a tackle. I think this is 
This is do or die time. The trade deadline is October 31st. We know that the Raiders will want to either move some players or maybe bring in a player. A lot's going to depend on Monday Night Football, where the Raiders own that brand, owned it in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and now they haven't. And they got to play with a lot of pride. I'm in that building four days a week, and there's a lot of pride and poise and commitment to excellence and all of this. That, that's what the organization is, and it means that to them now. They just got to show it now. Show some balls. Show some heart. Show up after being embarrassed in Chicago and prove that you want to be a Raider. Where, where can Chris Morales, lifelong Raider fan, and by lifelong I mean four weeks. <laughs> is uh, he still a Raider fan? Still? Get, yeah. Get, get an, Al, uh, an Al Davis like jumper suit or you know, track suit. He wants to wear that for Halloween. I have uh, an abundance of Raider gear that I can, I'm sure I could trade out with him and we'll get him going. Hey, Cappy, real quick, I'm going to U2 again tonight. A freebie came. A freebie came. I'm going down. Uh, going down to see U2. What did you guys think of the sphere? It was insane. It was incredible. And here's the thing I want to know. Didn't you and George tell me that you guys had dinner one night and met up with the guy who actually, like... The guy was the engineer, yeah. Dude, I got to yeah. talk to that guy. I mean, whoever came up with this, how they came up with this idea of building this sphere and whoever was like you know what that's going to cost a hundred million dollars or whatever it costs a billion dollars whatever Couple billion actually. yeah whatever four, it costs four billion four who was the person that went you know what this is a good idea let's spend four billion dollars because it was a brilliant idea i just want to know i got to get in somebody's head as to who figured this thing out well brilliant. the cap the weird thing and george knows he's worked the sidelines james dolan Who's now the Knicks, when I looked up, were getting boat raced in the first quarter. They were like two for their first 13. James Dolan, the owner of the Rangers and the Knicks and Madison Square Garden, how's that for a portfolio? Might have to break up the portfolio to pay off the sphere because the sphere was supposed to cost like $2 billion plus. It went to $4 billion. But I got to give James Dolan credit. He built a masterpiece just like Tim Laiwiki, uh, just like you're seeing throughout the Southland of Los Angeles when these beautiful arenas are getting built, what the Clippers are getting. You got to keep up with everyone now, man. You cannot go into an arena for a basketball game or a concert or an NFL stadium with having something that's super elite. That's the way of the world. That's why the United States of America is the greatest country in the world. Because of the sphere, baby. We love yeah. opulence and ex excess. Let's go. Uh, by the way, Raiders, Mason wants, on, Mason wants to out, know. Hey, hey, I mean, listen. How many more appearances do I have before the Mandy Awards here? I brought my A game all the time. There's no big vapor rub here. No, off. I used to do eight hours a day. I never take a segment off. I don't have, I don't have a live imaging Tuesday, and I'm here. Vaparub, you got to understand. You got to say it the right way, Vapor Rub. Vaparub. Hey, uh, Steve Mason just texted and wants to know uh, if you have a hookup form for tickets at the Sphere, JT. Uh, I got a hookup for me and for Mace, who is an unbelievable, talented movie maven and great sports talk host. Like I always say, JT the Brick always has a guy. You know, oh, everybody you know. has a guy. George knows. JT the Brick in Vegas has a guy. Just give me a call. Give me some time ahead. And uh, But the sphere's tough. It's not like a Raider game where in Oakland there'd be a bowl of tickets on Al's desk and I'd grab three. Uh, it's, tough to get, it's tough to get into any of these venues in Vegas, but I can work on it. So, JT, before we let you go, the, uh, we have the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust community on Twitter. Yes. And we have the vice president of the handsome man community, he goes by. He says, God. 
God bless at JT the Brick because his segments are the only time of the week I'm pumped about the Raiders. <laughs> well, that's what I try to do. I bring passion and energy to sports talk radio. I, I love my job with the Raiders. This is 25 years for me with the team. And about 18 or 19 of them were, you know, the, the first four were unbelievable. We were going to the playoffs, the AFC championship game, back-to-back the Super Bowl. But as Mr. Davis said, the greatness of the Raiders is in its future. I just don't want to have to wait a couple of weeks. Raider Nation, go into Detroit. Do not fear Detroit. Detroit has sucked your entire life. They hadn't won a playoff game since 1957. So you want to crown them? Go crown their ass. I'm not crowning Detroit's ass. They got boat raced in Baltimore, and maybe, maybe the Raiders can shock the world. I think you're getting that phrase wrong. Just by the way, JT, it's it's motorboated. When it, no, when you got one it right. Team, you're, you're, and when yeah. one team beats up you're, on another you're, team, that's you're motorboating. Always getting, always getting this wrong. Um, JT, thank you for uh, another incredible appearance. Thank you for putting us back on the rails, mm-hmm. despite the Raiders uh, not being on the rails at the moment. Appreciate it. As I'll always. do whatever I can for the Southland and the Raider Nation. Good evening, boys. Thank you again. Take take care. There so much love. All the love. One love. Yeah. One love IE. That's right. Yeah. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Oh, yeah. Foshes, foshes. Thanks, Christopher. I love that song. Such a great song. Mm-hmm. There's only one more season, too. Everyone That's thinks, what they always say, but I would assume this one really will be the last one. Well, everyone thinks that they're going to do this like some type of Seinfeld reunion in, yeah. within Curb. Which Were you not here the day we talked about that? Because oh, yeah. I think we did recently, actually. We, did. we had that yeah. conversation. Now, now there's years, actually legs to it. How many years or seasons has it been for Curb? I mean, it's been uh, like... I think ridiculous. it's 12 seasons, I'm pretty but sure. But they took a bunch of years off in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's weird if you look at like the early ones... And yeah. then the more recent ones, it has spanned over, what, like 20 It's not years. even, like, in HD, I think, the original. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, because it, it's just the, the camera is shot so differently. But anyway. Yeah. Interesting. All right, so uh, we were talking about the Lakers, of course, and LeBron. And, Cappy, I'm sure you saw this. LeBron arrived to last night's season opener in Denver in style as he was decked out in head-to-toe Louis Vuitton. 
His ensemble was part of Pharrell Williams' Men's Spring-Summer 2024 collection for Louis Vuitton that, according to TMZ, was worth nearly 30 grand. Of course, you know, 30 grand, that's nothing to LeBron to spend on an outfit. But I wanted to ask you guys, instead of having you swipe, what's the most you've ever spent on an outfit? Cappy, you go first. Um, I'd say probably in the neighborhood of like... Um like a thousand bucks, but I and I'm just putting that out there. I don't know if that's right or not, but that's like a whole ensemble, you know, like expensive, nice pants, oh, I, a super made, nice jacket, you know, crazy yeah. shirt, you know. I it, it's funny you bring this up because I literally had okay, so I, I many many years ago, um, probably now more like almost twenty, okay, I bought a really nice sports coat. It was fifteen hundred dollars mm. just for the coat, mm. okay. And I wore it a ton back then, but now it's too big for me. I, you know, I over the years I've I've thinned out. Why don't you have it fitted? No, because it's like even the shoulders are too big. They'd have to completely take it apart. Yo, let me get that jacket. Do you want it? Yeah, it's yours. Yeah, because I literally said to my wife, I said I don't know anyone who would um, who this jacket would work with, like I, fit work you know, with, with me. Okay, you can have it. Um, Come on, must be a nice jacket, fifteen hundred dollar jacket. Must be it's a nice a pelvis. Yeah, it's very nice. It's a pelvis. What? Why? Belvist. B e l v e s t. Is that a name I should know? It's like a fancy designer, like like a suit designer. Oh, all right. Um, so yes, it's uh, it's nice. Uh, that's the most I've ever spent on one thing. Uh, article of clothing. I never did that again. I've spent mo- nice money on some suits. I've probably spent. You know, fifteen hundred on a suit, maybe even two grand on a suit before. I don't spend that much on me regularly. No I mean, way. I literally just bought a couple suits, like a pair of suits that I got on sale. Um, like, cause you know, all these places like Hugo Boss and Ted Baker and all these stuff have like these online sales. I got like two suits for like six hundred and change recently on like basically on clearance, just because I like the colors. Let me tell you something. I keep getting these ads in my Instagram feed. Three different companies that all advertise this is the most comfortable suit you've ever worn. It doesn't wrinkle. You can throw it in your bag and pull it right out. You can spill water on it, and the water just flows right off of it. And who are these people? Um, one company is called, I think, like Twillery, I think, and one is called yeah. Suit X, and one, and it's all like these things. So I've gone on their websites, and I'm honestly thinking about ordering. They're like $200 per suit. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to order one suit from all three of these companies to see which is the best because I like active wear, that looks like you're wearing like nice pants, but it's really like super stretchy and active. Yeah. So I need those. But you like, can also just buy. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of times I have like jackets that I have, right? That are just the jacket and not like a suit. Mm-hmm. And I, you can buy like those Lululemon pants. Yeah, that's what I those do. ABC ones. Yep. And I pair them with jackets all the time. Right. You know Nobody I mean? ever knows that I'm wearing Viore pants. And I'm like, yeah, I could go for a run in these things. Well, if I could run, I could go for a run in these things, or I could wear them with a coat. Correct. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of times if you're seeing me with just uh, like a jacket that doesn't, in theory, not that it doesn't match the pants, but they don't have the same print, mm. um, it's probably I'm wearing one of those Lululemon ABC pants. Where'd you get that jacket? The network gave it to me. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So, oh, Lynn, that's, oh, that, that's the answer to your question. What's next? All right. So dozens of U.S. states, including California and New York, are suing Meta Platforms Incorporated 
for harming young people and contributing to the youth mental health crisis. By I mean, it's not a, it's not wrong. That's for sure. Right. So they're saying that they're. By no the way, one- I wouldn't just say youth, but I would say in general, but certainly the youth for sure, because they can't handle it. They they handle it in theory way worse than adults. Right, and plus they don't. A lot of the information that they're and data they're collecting from children, it's is insane. Right. Right. Yeah. With and without their parents' consent. Yeah, yeah. So they say that they're deliberately and knowingly designing features on Instagram and Facebook that addict children specifically to its platforms. Oh my God! I mean, if, if you watch that Netflix documentary from a few years ago, what is it called? The Social Dilemma or whatever. Yeah. I mean, drama. The, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So this lawsuit seeks financial damages and restitution and an end to Meta's practices that we're in violation of the law but you know i don't think any of that's going to happen so my question for you guys i know cappy that your kids are older now and past this point but if you try to think back Mm -hmm. like at what age do you think that you would let your kid on social media um i would say my kids probably got on like snap and i would say instagram probably pretty early by the time they were i don't know like 12 ish maybe i think Uh, and and as i say it it sounds kind of young now but you also had older kids, right? Like, like you had kids, like they were all within a few years of each other. So once one gets it, the other one wants it. Right. I would say like, yeah, if, if one is 14 and one is 12 and one is 10 and one is eight, I would say that, you know, before you knew it, they were all communicating on Snapchat. Right. Which I kind of think is considered a social network. Oh, no, yeah, it is. It is yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. George, what about you? Like, let's say if like your daughter oh, comes to My kids you only like- right now are on YouTube kids. So I don't, does that count? No, I don't think that counts because that's like super restricted. And my sister is still there with my nephew who's 12. She said that he has a phone, but he's not allowed to have social media. And she said she's not going to let him have it until he's like 15 or 16. Yeah, I, I don't plan on letting them have it anytime soon. Um, I don't, I, you know, I, I, they, I, we are very like, <sighs> restrictive is not the word. I also trust my, my, my oldest for sure. Yeah, I but trust her. It's not her. about trusting her. It's about No, no, it's about psychos. what the content is. Right. But she, uh, we are, we, the stuff she has, like, again, even YouTube kids can be very restrictive. Like, you can kind of weed out a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, she did play, I remember watching her play Roblox one time. And I always like to glance at when she's playing stuff like that, right? Like some of the online stuff. And I saw, like, this room she went into that, like, had, um, you know, digital graffiti, right? We'll call it. Um, where kids are like, like there was a lot of inappropriate stuff in there in just the one minute I glanced at and I said, what is this room you're in? She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, you need to get out of the room right now. And she started like freaking out. She didn't know what any of those things meant, but like, I was just like, you got to get out of that room. You can never go in that room again. And I, I always, we always keep an eye on that stuff. Like now granted, you're not always going to be there, but I think that's the, that's the best you can do, um, in those scenarios. So I think that I guess to answer your question, social media itself in itself, probably not for another several years, at least he's only nine. That's why one of the reasons why, like, I don't ever want kids because I feel like it's so hard to like just I can't imagine being a kid growing up in the world now. And like I would be such a helicopter parent. I'd be crazy because I'd want to protect them from everything. Well, and and the good thing like that Roblox thing, we've basically created it. And the same thing for her online gaming, right? Like she's she plays online like video games Um, like only the only request she can get like we'd limit no requests only like we can only we can like link her up with like her actual friends and that's it yeah it's good that they have all those restrictions and stuff but you know once they start to get a little older and a little wiser well because i noticed at the beginning right away when i when i put her on gaming there was like all these like um requests coming in and i was like "Mm -mm, no way 
Shut that down real quick. You know, quick, it's huh? funny, though, about this this whole conversation is my daughter, who's 19 years old, um, I saw her posting all these pictures on Instagram. So I sent her a text and I was like, hey, um, gosh, you really made this past weekend look like everything was awesome. And she was like, it's Instagram. Everybody knows it's fake. You don't know how I feel. And I was like, so you post all these fake pictures of all these smiles and all this great stuff that was happening when behind the scenes there was some really not so great stuff happening? Yeah, Dad, it's Instagram, okay? It's Instagram. Everybody knows it's fake, all right? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm, there is, she's kind of right about that in the sense that, like, people people don't, like, post their real lives on there. People just post Although what they I, want you to see. Th- you're 100% right that most people do that. But every once in a while, you can tell when someone's in. Like, I don't know about you, but every, I can always tell, like, uh, like <laughs> this is terrible to say. But I can always tell when one of my friends is getting divorced very easily <laughs> on Instagram. Really? When he shows up with another chick on, on Instagram? No, no, that's obvious. Oh. I'm saying like... Profile you know, picture changes. Oh, tons of profile picture changes. A bunch of Purge. deleted, yep. deleted pictures. Account. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Deleted pictures. And also mm-hmm. like... Um, inspirational quotes out of inspirational quotes is a good one yeah on the stories for sure yeah yeah but you know i always feel like people who go over the top with their relationship like sharing to me like when you're over the top about it i'm not not saying for everybody but it kind of makes it look like you're trying way too hard to tell everybody like this is awesome when we all know you know there is that but i do think it's interesting though because you couldn't really tell when people are going through it because the the, laura nailed it with the inspirational quotes Mm. you get a lot of those all the time oh yeah dude and i always love it when people are trying to send messages and i read those quotes and i'm like who the hell is she trying to talk to right now who the hell it's just yeah. like the the today's modern version of y'all? like the AIM away yeah. message. I was waiting for Cap to get there, but who the f is y'all? Thank you, Cappy. You're welcome. You guys are too old for AOL Instant uh, Messenger. Not what? too old. No, that's not true. No, what are I you mean, like, at all? You, wait, I mean, like you you guys didn't like set like music lyrics as your AIM away message, did you? No, did. me and Laura did probably I, did. Fun I, thing. I, I did it, but I had I AOL, AOL Instant, Instant Messenger. For I sure. loved AOL Instant Messenger. I thought, ASL people, ASL. I thought it was awesome, and I. I'm not sure, like, does anybody know if it still works? Because honestly, not that long Probably ago, not. a friend of mine, I was like, is that AOL Instant Messenger? And I'm not saying this was last week. I'm saying this a couple of years ago. He's like, yeah, all my people, I still talk to everybody on this. I'm like, wow. you're kidding That's a me. good question. I wonder if it does work. Remember I, the MSN? I thought that Messenger AOL, too. like, went out of business, though. They got bought by Time Warner and then Time, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, whatever. That anyway. Party lines. I mean, it might have. Mm. Party lines. But that party is Radio lines. Tinder, award-winning, like award-winning tequila. It's presented by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila. Made for the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Up your game and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. All right, Cappy, coming up next, the, Laker, the Lakers. Excuse me, The Lakers. We talked about this at the beginning of the show. I want to talk about this again because I think that when you look at the Lakers, everyone's freaking out about one loss. But is it just the one loss that's the problem? Or are there bigger issues that could arise based on what we saw last night? We'll get to that next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? 
your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Just kind of in my own little jam session right now. Such a good song, man. Let it play for a little bit. Do, 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 do. Do you know, do you have, you have Sirius XM, right? I do. There's a Marley channel. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, right now, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of a U2 binge after coming out of the sphere. There's a U2 mm -hmm. channel, too. Yeah, that's, yeah why I, that's what I'm getting at. I'm, I'm on a U2 channel right now. You know? But I am going to see, uh, I like reggae. I'm going to see a band called Iration. Anybody know Iration? I do. Yeah, good good band. They're from San Diego, right? Yeah, I've seen them a bunch. Yeah, yeah they're playing soon. So I, I like a little reggae on occasion. You know? Mm. Mm. All right, you were going to get back to the Lakers. I'm glad you are. Mm-hmm. Because, um, well, I want to hear where you want to start because I know where I kind of want to finish, and that is in the post-game press conference. Okay, go ahead. You go. So, Lindsay, do we have the audio of LeBron in the postgame? Yes. Because, because here's the thing, George. You, you tell me. You might have a better idea. I didn't look this up. What do you suppose LeBron James's career average minutes per game is? 21 I, years, right? I would say, oh, well, I mean, at the beginning of his career, like it was like very high. Um, right. Especially so playing 40-something minutes. That first stretch in Cleveland. Um then it started to come down, like, starting in Miami. And then in the second stint in Cleveland, it was, like, around, like, 33, 34. I feel like with the Lakers, it's been kind of about that. So if I had to guess, like, what his average minutes for his career, though, because the beginning was definitely, like, definitely, like, 37, 38-ish, like, is got to be the, the average, I would say, in that range. Be my guess too. I mean that he probably plays somewhere in the on the you know on average over career the twenty year career in the thirty seven thirty eight range. Yeah. Right. Okay. So he plays twenty nine minutes last night, right? Right. And you know after the game, you got LeBron sitting there with AD, and AD had this look on his face last night, like I mean as if they were just knocked out of the playoffs in Game Seven of the championship series. Hey, AD. Pick your head up, man. It's one game. Come on, dog. I get it. So you scored 17, and then you got shut out. And honestly, you kind of got worked by Jokic. What? Did, did we not expect that? Bro, it's game one. Lift your head up. Come on, man. Anyway, LeBron after the game. I mean, I always want to be on the floor, especially when you got an opportunity to you know, win a game or you feel like you can make an impact. But um, I guess there's a system in place, and, you know, Gotta follow it. LeBron, are are you? Hold on, hold on. Right were there. you hold surprised on. by the minutes? Just let hold me finish on. playing the clip because it's you know it was like you know, never mind. You're, oh, no, no, you no. Know. Go ahead. I I, I mean I now was, I got to start it all over again. But no, okay. Sorry about that because I was honestly because right there to me, I I didn't even hear the next part of it. To be honest with you, it was really about what he just said, which is I guess there's a system in place and I just got to go with it. Uh, question: Who put the system in place? Not him. Oh really? So who who did? 
Cap, let me let me explain something to you. That yeah, you, go ahead. Because you're going to do this thing where you're going to like try to like like say LeBron runs the organization, right? Um, and right. maybe to some small extent that is the case because star mm-hmm. players generally tend to do that. Mm-hmm. But the minutes thing has always been a fight with him, like his entire career. <laughs> so and generally he ends up just playing, but. He realizes at this stage of his career, having played a career-low 55 games or whatever he played last year, that he does need to play less minutes in a game because he's going to be 40 years old. By the way, I 100% agree. 100% agree. In fact, I would say this. I'm very willing to sacrifice game one on opening night in Denver when they're getting their rings I don't need LeBron to play 35 or 37 minutes because, hey, we've gotten it down to five points. We can win the game. Get LeBron back in there. No. You know what? Whoever put the plan together, and I doubt seriously that the plan is put together without LeBron's input. Can we agree on that? No. They tell him, hey, if you want, you only played 55 games, LeBron. You haven't played a full, like close to a full season in six or seven years. Um, you're, we, the only way we can make sure you can win a championship at 40 years old is if we restrict your minutes to a certain number, and our medical team thinks this is the number. But I think that LeBron has to buy into that. And all I'm getting at is... Well, no, he doesn't have... He can, right, he can buy in begrudgingly. Like It doesn't mean he's all in on it. But hey, you know what, dude? We're How many times you. do you do things here begrudgingly? Pretty much every day. Yeah, then? pretty much pretty much all so the time. So then how's that any different? Yeah. Well, here's what I'm saying. If LeBron James wanted to, he'd be like, Well, I'm going back in. Right, but he also knows in his head, here's the difference. He knows that if he gets in the game, he can help them win more mm-hmm. times than not. Even at forty years old almost, okay? But at what cost? That's at what why. cost? Is he going to miss games down the road because he's putting too much mileage on himself at almost 40 years old well, that's and then why not be thing. available when it matters in the playoffs? You're exactly. I mean, look, look at Clayton Kershaw this year. He's smart enough to know that, to try to do the math in his head. Right, but then but then to, to make it seem like, well, I wasn't allowed to go back in because they put the system in place and I'm not allowed to go back in. I mean, that's just, I don't know why he does that. It's but only game one. because. Okay, because it does. He doesn't like the system, but he also knows that it helps him, in theory, stay um, healthier for the end of the year. I'm let's finish all this. for that. Okay, let's finish this on the other side because I got to do a read here. My friends, right, next do year. Okay, how about that? We can do. We, you want to finish this on the other yeah, side? Yeah, yes, for sure. Because you know, you you do these things where you get me all into these conversations, and then it's like, oh yeah, Laura says we got a break. 